This is Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Education Matters. I'm Katie Olmsted, part of the communications team for the Ohio Education Association, which represents 120,000 K-12 teachers, education support professionals, and higher ed faculty members in the state. Of course, for many of those members, education is in their blood, and they are not finished when their careers in the classroom come to an end. So the group OEA Retired, or OEAR, helps them continue their work to help Ohio students and public schools through a wide variety of projects and activities. One of them is Read Across America. There is a huge push to make that mission a year-round priority, and OEAR is part of that, thanks to a series of videos available online and on social media now with retired members reading some of their favorite books. Take a listen. I wake up in the morning and I have to go to school, but I can't read. Oh, what shall I do? When all my classmates read out loud, I sit there quietly without a smile. And when my teacher calls on me to read, I say to myself, oh, no, please. Then one day my teacher introduced me to phonics. From that day on, I knew what I wanted. I wanted to sound out blends and then words. So when I read, my voice would be heard. That was a few pages from I Can't Read, Oh, What Shall I Do? by Stephen Mitchell, an OEAR member himself. We wanted to learn more about OEAR and this Read Across America campaign, so we sat down with OEAR Vice Chair Phil Long who retired after 35 and a half years teaching in Salina, Ohio. Phil Long, thank you so much for sitting down with us and and talking to us about this wonderful campaign. What can you tell me about what our dedicated OEAR members are doing? All right. Um, Well, this year um, we're focusing on... uh, reading the month of March, um, although we do actually offer this throughout the year, um, but we're, we're focusing on March and our theme of Celebrate Diversity by Reading. Um, our OEAR members have um, chosen books and I'm amazed at the wide variety of topics that they have chosen that covers diversity um, and our um, levels, uh, you know, from kindergarten, preschool, kindergarten. Um, I, I really think that um, these could be used even in the uh, upper uh, high school grades um, as well. Now, you mentioned the theme here, Celebrate Diversity Read. Uh, for people who have been following along at home, NEA recently changed their Um, campaign focus for Read Across America. It used to be all Dr. Seuss branded, and now it is Celebrate a Nation of Diverse Readers. And this fits perfectly, but you actually were leading the way, and your change to this predates NEA's change. Well, yes. Um, Actually, for 2021, we chose the theme of Celebrate Diversity, and Uh, The Program and Services Committee of OEAR uh, chose this theme, and then 
we found out that we were starting to receive information from NEA or, or NEA, and um, they have had that as well. So uh, it's great minds think alike, right? With everyone. Well, I want to talk to you about why you do this. Why is this theme important to you? And why is this something that OEAR members are obviously so passionate about? Well, um, you know, we, we sort of operate under the theme, once an educator, always an educator. And um, what um, the OEAR chair, Mary Binniger, and I have really tried to do in the last couple of years is provide opportunities to to involve more of our members. And, um, you know, the reality is not all members um, have a pension for uh, the political aspect or, you know, other topics. Um, and so, um, you know, we've really tried to offer um, various topics of interest to uh, members uh, to become involved in OEAR. Uh, you know, while some like to um, work with the political part, uh, the legislative part, others, uh, the travel, um, just a variety of things, uh, community service, which of course are all, all very important. But we thought by offering um, reading to um, students, and I will tell you, um, our members that have participated have done a super job this has been a little more challenging the last couple of years because they have actually been taping themselves, videotaping themselves, and submitting that videotape to OEA. Um, Joel Kohler uh, has done a tremendous job helping us uh, translate the video onto Facebook uh, in order to share and make that available to educators. Um, so, you know, many of them have said, oh, I would much rather be going into the classroom and all, but it just uh, because of the pandemic has not worked out. But this has been perfect. And the good thing about this project is all of these uh, books now are in an OEA library. So educators can access at any time. As I said before, we see this as a year long project. So um, you know, even in May or September, um, OEA members have access to this library and, and can pull up uh, books to share. So this is interesting to me. I started with OEA after the pandemic started. I don't I don't think I realized what this program looked at looked like pre-pandemic. How did this get started and, and how has it changed? Well, um, actually, our first year um, that we were um, looking at this, uh, we had members that were going into the classroom and uh, they would be invited in or um, offered to go into a classroom and read in person. And so as we, um, that was just sort of a, a trial and error that um, I know in Northeast retired and in Western retired, um, we had members doing that. And then um, we would have books that we would leave with the teachers, um, you know, as, as a thank you and a, a way of promoting reading. So then as the OEAR uh, Program and Services Committee took this on, um, 
we prepared for that. And so through a NEA grant, we were able to purchase several books that um, the idea is to, you know, leave those with um, classrooms once we've read. Um, and so we had to shift gears a little bit and, you know, with the pandemic. So as I said, we have been doing these on video. We still have the books. Um, I ended up buying a book for each of the 10 districts. And I think we have around 17 or 18 books that um, once we go back in person, and that'll be the idea is to share that. There's also a name played in the book um, donated by OEAR. So, um, you know, we've, um, well, we've just had to, to be flexible a bit as, and as educators, we're, we're used to that. Well, and I think that's very fitting considering the flexibility all educators have had to show through this pandemic. There's, it seems like there's actually a silver lining to that in that at least for these last couple of years, you've had just a tremendous reach, whereas maybe you would have been in one classroom before. Now you can reach students across the state with this. Oh, absolutely. Last year, um, Joel Kohler kept track and we had like 27,000 hits on our um, reading from last year. And, you know, I hope we're even increasing that more now this coming year or the current year. What does that mean to you? When you hear that number, that, how does that feel? <laughs> well, it's very gratifying. Um, you know, anytime you do a project, you, you want success, of course. And um, this is definitely an indication that, yes, people are using this. And I think it really helped the readers last year um, to realize that the efforts that they made really had paid off because, uh, as I said, it was a challenge for many of us, you know, to one, to videotape ourselves and then the technology of um, getting that video transferred and then hoping that it, it got to OEA, you know, in, and was in a usable form. And, um, and again, our OEA staff have been tremendous as far as helping to train our readers, um, you know, on, you know, how to hold their camera, uh, their phone, and, and then, you know, what um, avenue to use in order to transfer that to OEA. And if you've seen any of them on uh, Facebook, I think our readers have done a tremendous job, and I think it's, uh, you know, um, going to be very helpful for educators to use these, um, you know, if they have that 10 or 15 minutes of uh, lag time, so to speak, it, they have this opportunity to click on and hear, you know, someone else reading and um, coming into their classroom. Do you think it speaks to the importance of your theme, the Celebrate Diversity Read theme, that this has been so well received? Well, I think the variety of diversity um, that is, is shown in our books, um, you know, not only um, thinking in terms of um, maybe more the, the obvious diversities of um, you know, color or um, race, religion, 
but um, you know, just the diversity of being the new kid in the on the block, or maybe the the child that doesn't look quite the same um, as others. And um, several of the books I've noticed in listening, uh, because I, li- I I make sure I listen to each one of the readers as well, because I want to be able to thank them and know what we have. But um, you know, just the idea of someone looking different or being a little different and um, being included uh, in the community, in the classroom. So uh, I think, yes, our, our, our wide range. And, you know, uh, that's something that has just been by chance as well, because we've pretty much let each reader choose the book that they wanted to, as long as it followed the theme. And um, it's just all over the board, um, you know, and um, we, we really have a wide variety of um, experiences with that. And I think that just makes it that much more valuable to educators across the state and to their students. And I think it's so valuable to have retired members really leading the charge here. Um, What do you want soon to be retired members to know about what kind of opportunities there are for them once they're out of their classroom every day? Well, there there really are varieties of um, activities, you know, not only the Read Across America, uh, which you know, we are intending to continue on with. Uh, We're actually exploring um, for retirees, uh, educational retirees, to be able to give testimony at the the state house or a school board or anywhere that uh, they might find um, a need. And the thing is, educators have that experience. They know what it has been like. They they have dealt with some of these issues, and who better to um, you know stand up for um, various uh, issues and all um, than than retirees. And so we're providing um, training on how they can best do that, uh, whether they want to do it in person or if they choose to do a written uh, type testimony. And as we know, there are constantly issues coming before the legislature and uh, the committee hearings uh, where they need um, testimony on either side. It can be pro or um, against a a particular issue and how it is is going to affect education for the future. As I said before, Educators, once they retire, uh, it's not like they step away from education. I, I just, I really don't think it's possible um, because anytime we hear of something that is going on um, that is affecting educators, ed- affecting education, students, our ears are there, our hearts are there because we want to make a difference. So, um, uh, speaking to those retire or people that are getting ready to retire, um, we welcome them in with open arms because there's a lot to be done. And um, while I'm finding that retirees are extremely busy, 
they do have a little more flexible time than our active educators that are in the classroom. I, I was day. just going to point that out. My mom is a retired educator and she always jokes that she's so busy now. She doesn't know how she ever had time to work in her classroom. <laughs> right. Yeah. But she's exactly I, I the kind of person who, who is, is a perfect voice for educators because she sometimes does have time during the day to make it to a legislative um, hearing or something like that. Uh, she's just as passionate as she ever has been. And I think that's the experience of so many other retirees. You're, you're exactly right, Katie. And, um, you know, and there's so many other things. And that's actually something that we're um, wanting to look at for the future of focusing in on um, many of the activities that our retirees are involved in in their communities. Um, you know, a lot as far as um, participating with um, food banks or um, um, reading or volunteering in certain ways. Um, so uh, that is something that we're, we're pursuing a bit with OEAR. And for anybody who would like to pursue a closer connection with OEAR, uh, how do they contact you? What should they do? On the um, OEA website, uh, they can go to, uh, there is a, a section there for OEAR um, that will tell, you know, some of the benefits of belonging to OEAR um, and also the membership forms. Um, and OEAR also has a website that they can find that information um, as well. So, uh, and in each of our districts, we have a retired organization that um, they should be able to connect with. Um, our advisory council is made up of a representative from each of the 10 districts. And uh, we also have a representative for the ESPs and for higher ed. So they also have people that represent them and that they can be in contact with to um, become in or become involved in OEAR. Bill, thank you so much. I really appreciate you sitting down with us and all that you do with the retirees and for our students. Well, thank you so much. And um, believe me, I have just touched the tip of the iceberg of really what OEAR is about and what we're uh, doing. So um, yes, please stay tuned to what is going on with OEAR. You can find the link to learn more about getting involved with OEAR in the episode notes for this podcast. That's where you'll also find the link for the full library of Read Across America videos from the past couple years. It is truly a wonderful resource. And while you're online, make sure you like or subscribe to Education Matters wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a thing. Or get the latest from OEA on social media anytime. We're at OhioEA on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, stay well.